3: You're listening to Jojo Siwa Now with me, Jojo Siwa, an iHeart Radio podcast. Oh, boy. Welcome back to Jojo Siwa Now, my podcast. I just want to say, first of all, thank you so much for all of the love on Jojo Siwa Now. It has been insane. This podcast is new. It's new for me. I mean, I've done a billion people's podcasts, but to now have my own and for it to just be getting so much love and support means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much. Anyways, if you're new here, I am Jojo Siwa. And about two years ago, I got to meet one of my best friends in the entire world. I got to meet her because we were the first ever same sex couple to be on Dancing with the Stars. It was pretty cool. Normally, you know, there's a guy pro and a girl star or a girl pro and a guy star. But we were the first female female duo. And so today I am joined by one of my Favorite people in the world, Miss Jenna Johnson. Yay! <laughs> we are about to go down memory lane so hard, and I'm so excited. Jenna, how are you? Uh, I'm good.
4: I'm great. Um, yeah, I you're a mom. I just became a mom. I guess not just. He's he's nine and a half months, which is oh. which is wild. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, I'm a new mommy. I'm on Dancing with the Stars right now. So I feel like there's a lot of chaos going on while I'm adjusting to this new life. Yeah. Um, but I love every second of it. It's amazing.
3: Has it been strange having a season being a mom? <laughs> it's a little strange because I usually know what to
4: expect during the season when it's just by myself yeah. and with Val. Um, but trying to manage being a good mom and not feeling guilty being away yeah. from him like all of those things are hard which i w- i knew i would feel some sort of way being away from him but yeah. um but it's it's been really good for me to be back and i feel like then when i come home i'm so much more present with and him, i'm more yeah. yeah i'm more productive with my time um and he just makes any bad rehearsal a good night a great day.
3: Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. Oh my. God. Your baby is just the cutest. <laughs> oh, I'm obsessed with We'll talk about Rome a bunch <laughs> more. But I just. Anyone who doesn't know. Dancing with the stars. The pros on the show. Are. I mean. So. Committed. Yeah. Y'all are in I remember I remember it was the first week of my season and then I actually like abused this a little bit I I, I used to call you after rehearsals and like ask something or be, be curious about something and I'd be like I'm sorry for bugging you after like we're working and you, you always said you were like no like because uh, I used to say like I know you're with your husband right now like I'm, yeah. I'm sorry I don't want to interrupt you're on a date or whatever but you used to be like no it's the season like you are my, my partner is my priority like yeah. everything else aside but now with a baby it's like that's I st- different. Yeah, you still
4: have that, and again, it is it is weird. Uh, you felt it when you're in the season of Dancing with the Stars. You're in this bubble. Yeah, there
3: is nothing like it.
4: There's like <laughs> truly, nothing can burst that bubble because you're yep. so focused, so committed, and especially when you're having a season like and we so did. Time
3: committed. Yes,
4: we're spending a ton of time together, and it's all we're thinking about. We have to prep for the next week. You know, you're worrying about this week's dance, yep. what the cost, of, like, and. I always laugh because I signed up to be a professional dancer on the show, but I didn't know I was going to eventually become like a therapist, a best friend no, in an arranged marriage for a couple months with somebody like there's so many different roles that you play um, with your new partner. And it's a weird (laughs) thing too, because you're, Immediately forced into this relationship, yeah, and you have to connect, or else you know, just looks crazy, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So it's wild, but yeah, that's why. Like when you're texting me videos and asking me about your frame or something, I'm like, yes, this is great. Let me give you some notes real
3: quick while we're not in the studio. We we are gonna (laughs) dive so deep into Dancing with the Stars memories, and I'm so excited about it. I actually I made this little game. Um, it's not really a game, but it's something that we'll talk about. Where I'm just calling it Memories Unlocked. Okay. Because I was like, there are so many things that I deeply remember that I'm so curious if you do, and they'll just they'll they'll flourish stories, and we'll just we'll talk, we'll talk.
1: Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want
0: people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles.
1: Experience the music and her story.
0: Know like this, I ain't no spy girl.
1: Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy.
0: Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at TrinitySchool.org. That's
5: TrinitySchool.org. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX Anniversary Sale is on now at KNIX.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year.
3: Before we get into Dancing with the Stars, I like to talk to people because this podcast, JoJo Siwa Now, is all about who you are now, Mm -hmm. but how your past got you to where you are now. And so I want to go back to little baby Jenna Johnson living in Utah dancing going to school I mean I know I know because i I mean I spent every 75 days in a row with you <laughs> oh. I die that you counted <laughs> yeah obviously and also we need to talk about the end of the 75 days the meltdown oh. that I had <laughs> I'm telling you,
4: you burst your bubble and you're just like devastated.
3: The meltdown. Do you remember when I came up to your house with the banana muffins yeah. and I plucked your hair and I was like, I'm just were never going like, to see you again.
4: Tears in your eyes. I'm like, we live down the street from each other. It's okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Holy. Just so <laughs> devastated. Um, anyways, <clears throat> take me back to Jenna in Utah growing up. What was your early like 10 and under life like? Yeah.
4: I had an amazing childhood. Um, I'm one of six kids. And so I grew up in a really big family. Uh, and I just always remember being happy. Yeah. You know, and I love that for my childhood. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I think like 10 and under, I always had best friends around with my siblings yeah. and lots of cousins around, which was so great. And then when I was three, I have two older sisters and they were both involved in dance. And my mom would take me to their practices or whatever and i guess i would like always try to sneak into the baby class and i just like wanted to be there
3: (laughs) soccer i know
4: wild um no one
3: loves dance like jenna (laughs) no
4: so i my mom eventually put me into dance and i just never remember wanting to do anything else yeah like i loved being athletic and everything but i think just there was nothing in my mind that excited me like, dance, like did. dance did. So from a very young age, I just always remember that being a priority. Um, and then, you know, start those teenage years, I started realizing that this was a, a real passion yeah. and that I really learned a lot of hard work from, from dance. Yeah, And I loved that mentality of like, it was, it was on me to show up. And yeah. I, you know, and I loved that. I'm like, maybe a psychopath a little bit because like psych-
3: <laughs> little, little, little yeah, bit.
4: I love a challenge. And I loved when someone was like, no, you can't do this. I wanted to do it better. Yeah. And I wanted to do more. So I think for this like little girl from Utah, I was able to accomplish a lot, which was really exciting, both in the contemporary world for people that don't know, I grew up dancing and Contemporary jazz, ballet, hip hop, all of that. But then I also cross trained and I started doing ballroom when I was about 10 years old. Um, Funny enough, one of my first teachers was Julianne Huff. She used to teach me. Really? Yeah, we used to do privates. Um, She'd moved back to Utah from England for her high school year, or one of the high school years that she was doing. And she would like, she was the cutest thing in the world. How much
3: older than you is she?
4: Oh, I don't want to age her. (laughs) I think she's around Val's age. So I think she's. 30s little bit 30s yeah. yeah um but yeah she would teach me these little lessons and i just remember watching her do ballroom and i was infatuated yeah. like the way that she was able to move her body i'd never th- seen anything so like feminine or sexy but like in such a sophisticated way yeah.
3: um so that's I, what's crazy about ballroom is it is so hot Yes. But so sleek. Like it just <laughs> because you don't take it
4: to that like raunchy level. You it's know not what I raunchy. Mean? It's yeah. hot,
3: but not raunchy. Yeah. Yet. So I remember
4: like when I was probably about like ten, I was like, oh, I love this style. I yep. want to do this. So then until I was eighteen, I cross trained in in all of those different styles. And it was really exhausting. I didn't have a personal life. Looking back now, I wish I would have enjoyed school a bit more, yep. but I think I was so focused on what my future was yeah. and what I wanted to do and that was get out of Utah and become a professional dancer. Yep. So looking back now and I think now raising a child I really want I wish I would have been a kid yeah. a little bit more cuz I think you know dance really matures you. It does. Um it requires a level of discipline and maturity yep. that that not many kids have and so I think high school Jenna um middle school high school Jenna Became a bit more of a recluse. And I didn't feel like I really fit in with other kids my age or had much to relate to. I'm sure you can relate to that. Very much so. But I just felt like I just was on a different path. Yeah. You know, and I didn't care about going to high school football games because I had rehearsal. And and that's what was
3: important to you. Yeah.
4: And I needed to schedule more lessons and more privates. And I needed to work on my solo harder. And I needed to practice with my ballroom partner. Like,
3: would you like more ballroom or? the other side of the dance world.
4: It always it always switched. Yeah. I think when I was going to conventions and things like I was like this is what I want to do and I really attribute Mandy Moore. She was on convention when Love I was her. when I was growing up and I remember taking her class and being like I want to do this. Like I want to yeah, be her. I want to inspire kids. I want to teach and I want to do that like She really, I think, has influenced me the most as a teacher or a mentor. Um, But then I'd go to these ballroom competitions or the world championships that, you know, only two people from your country get to represent. And I qualified for that. And so then I went and I was in China representing the United States of America. And I was like, what is this like yeah. this is the closest thing to the olympics that ballroom has and i was there yeah you know so it was this constant like pull of which one do i love more and i could never choose yeah so then cut to i was 18 and uh, my ballroom partner and i had just broken up it was like really dramatic before one of our biggest competitions and i kind of just felt broken
3: up like y'all were like in a relationship no broken no, up no, just no, like no. dance yeah. partners
4: so it's funny because you're yeah, you break up like a relationship that yeah. is just your partnership. But yeah. um so yeah, we had a very dramatic breakup and I remember being so stuck and I was like, well now what do I do? Cuz at that point I had really told myself I'm going to be a ballroom dancer. Yeah. Like I want to be a world champion. That's what I want to do. And so when we broke up, I was kind of stuck. I had just graduated high school. I was still living at my parents' house. And my mom, I love her. She was like, "You know what? I just looked it up and so you think you can dance our auditions are next week." it's in Memphis, Tennessee. It's like the last one left. We should go. Yeah. I was like, no, what am I going to audition as? Like, I don't know if that's for me. Yeah. I loved the show, but I just didn't know
3: if If that was your vibe. Yeah. If I would do well. Um, anyway, so I think you were smart enough to know that like, a lot more goes into something like that than yeah. just your talent. Well, at the I, time.
4: I had seen both of my older sisters audition for it, and funny enough, they'd both made it to the top twenty, and then were eliminated right before you make it to the show. Ugh. You know, so they were like What's in the twenty called? girls where they, they walk. It's called Green Mile. It used to be called the Green Mile back yep. in our day, but we I don't called know. it
3: that. But then it wa- it wasn't that, but we called it that yeah. when we
4: judged. Yeah. So when I knew how amazing they were, so I was like, you know, if they're getting cut, there's no way I'm making this because they trained me my whole life. So anyway, my mom, she really like had a huge impression that we should go to these auditions in Tennessee. And so I was like, this is so weird. I called up my old ballroom partner, Landon Anderson, and
3: we flew out. We practiced like literally one time. And as most do, like it's so wild when you think about like, the really good great dancers They're the ones that are like Yeah one rehearsal make sure we have it together And then we'll call it Like, I think
4: that's the best way to do it Because I think the more pressure I would have put on myself yep. The worse I would have done Yeah, And that's actually what happened to me on the live show I'll get to that But we went to the audition I ended up getting a ticket Went to the Vegas suite I made it all the way through And it just like not was easy But I was like making it through And there weren't yeah. any real were big doing hurdles yeah. So I made it onto the live show then comes the live show, and I was nowhere near Jenna Johnson. Like, Oof. it just, I guess I'd never learned how to be on camera. Mm-hmm. And no one really teaches you that in the studio life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're always ready to perform. And the for- so you thing, producers are very good at putting pressure on. Yeah. I guess I just didn't understand the concept because yep. I felt like I was one of the better dancers there, but I wasn't. Connecting to the audience at home Yeah And so then I felt like I was forcing I remember to be Jeff a telling me about that Yeah, yeah I was like not were you like in the bottom every week And the judges just kept saving you I was in the bottom I think I myself and Robert Roldan are the most are the two people that were in the bottom three the most. I was in the bottom three five times, five times. The judges and then the choreographers back in the day they would like mingle. The choreographers and the judges would mingle and save somebody,
3: and they would always save you. And they kept
4: saving me. And by like time three, I was like, just send me home. Like Like, please send me the bottom anymore. But then you look back at the group numbers, and I was kind of like in the center or had a part every time Mm -hmm. and it's because they knew me from the convention world they knew like what I was capable of I just wasn't coming across and on camera to the audience
3: I don't know how you were to work with it as a kid but I know as a as a teacher how you are as an adult so I can only imagine how good of a student you were to them I loved being a student (laughs) I loved it. I love I love rules. Yeah, I love following direction. I like this love is fatigue. why I think you would love special forces. Oh yeah, because no. you are just like give me something, give me give me a task. Yeah, like, please. It goes
4: back to like that psycho thing of like a challenge. The root, the the harder you are, on yep. me, the more I want to prove you yep. wrong or like show up. Anyway, so. I did like my time on Say You Think You Can Dance. I didn't love it because I feel like that was also the first time I ever experienced maybe like some depression or anxiety or like some mental health stuff and really question. It was the first time that I ever questioned myself as like, am I
3: good enough? Yeah.
4: You know, or like had doubts about myself because other people were telling me them. Yeah. And so I think that was like the first time that I ever came across like some mental health situation, um, which was weird to be experiencing in front of. A massive Millions, audience yeah. on a TV show live.
3: Was it weird to experience that feeling as you were old enough to comprehend it? Because I feel like I experienced that, but I was nine. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it was it probably my first time was on Abby's Ultimate, where I was like, "Am I good enough to be here? I'm not as good as everybody else. Like, what? What? What's wrong? Like, what can I do? But I, at nine, you can't." You can't really understand what that yeah. means. Like you go and you find a cutie orange and you're like, oh, I'm happy now. But like at yeah. 18, you know, that's going to affect you a lot more.
4: It was also very drastic for my brain to process because again, I don't want to sound conceited or anything, but just facts. I had been winning everything both in the jazz yep. world and in the ballroom world. You can
3: brag about your dance. Well, life. you know, you just, can brag about your <laughs> dance. Just life. titles. Yep.
4: I had accomplished all of these things. And so then to constantly be like, Put in the bottom and yep. not as good. It, it was like a first time for me of like, wait a minute. Wait, what? But I'm doing everything right or I'm trying to like, yep. why is this not happening for me? So, yeah, it was really weird. And then I think another part is usually my family is my go to circle yep. for anything, for advice, you know, help. And none of them knew how to communicate with me or talk to me about what I was feeling or going through yeah. because they weren't experiencing it. So they were there for me for sure, but like I didn't have anybody to relate to I'm yeah. like, what do I do in this situation? How do I not feel this way? Yeah. You know? So I think that was a little bit weird.
3: Yeah. It's, it's crazy how much being around your family can help. Yes. And you don't realize it until you're away from them and well, then you're like, uh-oh, I need more people. Yeah,
4: and it was the first time also, I was 18, it was the first time I ever yeah, lived away from my family. Yeah. Um. But cut to so then after that experience, I I did make it to the top eight, which was pretty pretty awesome. Um. But then they brought me back as an all star, yeah. and they kept bringing me back as an all star, and I just like, I feel like that was the time I really learned how to be on camera. Yep. To showcase myself and not have to be somebody else, but but just to be Jenna, and yep. that was enough. And I really learned a lot from the choreographers there, and so I feel like that really then prepared me to then get into Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. And you know, we film So You Think You Can Dance and Dancing with the Stars at CBS. It's at the same lot, and they're across from the hall from each other. So that's kind of how I was found.
3: I was going to ask you, what was your how How did you get on Stars? How did you start Stars? It was It was so wild. I just got a
4: phone call um, one day. I just gone on the So You Think You Can Dance tour. And I got a phone call from a producer saying, hey, we'd love for you to come audition for Dancing with the Stars. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Because that's like the ultimate for dancers in our industry is like.
3: Especially to like anyone who doesn't know the dance world would would not know this. But there is like. I, I mean, I don't even know how to explain it. Utah and ballroom dancers and Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> there is it's just a thing. Something in the water there. There is There's something in the water there. But almost every freaking pro from Dancing with the Stars has come from Utah. And yeah. all of the ones that will be upcoming. Like, you can see it happening. All the, all the kids that were on Dancing with the Stars juniors as pros, yeah. all from Utah. Like, they're just... It's something in the water. I'm telling... It might be the discipline thing. I'm not sure. But, yeah, we... Yeah, we all just and so then there's that like make our way here reputation there of yeah. like everyone wants to be on stars because all the people before you went you know yeah. what I mean and so but anyways
4: again there's no we don't have any contacts at the time right at it's least, like, like how is that possible yeah and so I got called I auditioned and I got picked up which
3: was incredible did you go straight to pro or did you do troop you do I was troop. on
4: troop yeah I was on troop for about five seasons um and wow. for those that don't know what troop is it's you're hired as a professional, you just don't have a partner. And again, that was, I feel like I've had a lot of like learning experiences in my career. That was also hard because I'm looking at people that, you know, my peers and wondering why do they have a partner and why don't I have a partner? right? But I will say now being able to look back, I'm so grateful that I had that time because that's when I was at rehearsing with Mark Ballas, Derek Hough, Val, Max, they were all asking me to come help them prep their routines, you know, and work with them. And
3: you got to learn instead I, of being thrown to the wolves. Yes. And yeah. I
4: learned what looks good on camera at the time as well. Mandy Moore was doing a lot of our group opening numbers and she's just, she's the the one for me in yeah. life. Like she's brilliant. I, I just want to be, I, I want to follow her example, but um, she was doing these massive numbers and that's when I really feel like I learned what orchestrating a number looks like and how to choreograph how to space transitions all of that stuff and And tv
3: it's way different tv and camera and she was
4: teaching me about two shots steady like wide shots all of this stuff i'd never heard of before
3: and the best way you can learn that type of stuff is just experiencing experiencing it it. there's no book there's no book on how to do tv there's no book on how to make a number for tv you just have to watch and learn yeah and so
4: i'm grateful that if i did have a pro partner i wouldn't have had that time yeah. to
3: really be invested and experience
4: this so again it all happens who it was your should. first
3: pro? my first partner. oh your, your first star yeah yeah um his name was jake t austin he's the good oh my Diego god go. on max yes. on max yes. max on wizards oh yes. i did i just saw that i did just see that clip i knew this yeah, yeah. i just saw that clip on tiktok and i was like no way, she was with Max Russo. I think they wanted us to be like that young in love couple, yep. on that. it wasn't yeah. happening.
4: No, no, I was in love with uh, a pro. So,
3: oh, which pro were you in love I don't with? Know. It's crazy.
4: His name starts with the and ends with Al. Mm.
3: Nope, not ringing a bell. No, no, not no. ringing a bell. Max, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Max is Val's brother.
1: Me.
3: Val and Jenna, I wish everyone in the world could see you guys like the way that Val and Jenna are with each other is like the relationship I want, but not with a man. Like, I just <laughs> I see you do it. I'm just like, I want that. Uh, I want that. Me and Ezra talk about that all the time. Ezra, who is my best friend, who Jenna actually introduced us, yeah. um, even though when we she introduced us, she introduced him as his brother. <laughs> do you remember that? Oh, as my brother? No, as his brother. You were like, this is Tristan. And no, he was like, I I'm Ezra. Not. Yes.
4: Oh, I'm fired. I'm fired. No,
3: we, me and Ezra adore you. We, we, we make the joke all the time, but it's not a joke. We're like, the whole bane of our friendship is based around our love for you. Like, that's why we became friends because we were both mutually obsessed with Dancing with the Stars yeah. and have the same love for you. Like, oh, it's... I love
4: you guys.
3: It's great. We also... He told me... Ezra Shocker, who is also... I mean, he's a, he's a, he's not a pro on Dancing with the Stars. It's not fair to call him that yet, but he is, he will be be a pro on Dancing with the Stars. He filled in this season as a pro for Artem when Artem was sick. He did Troop. He did, he's been, he's in the, he's in the bubble and he, he he will be a pro. We're putting that out there. Um, But anyways, we, him and I were just talking and he was like, oh, I'm going to go to Utah. Shocker. He's from Utah. And I was like, I'm going to go to Utah and then I can like see all like the like, famous things uh see see like whatever you want me to see there and he goes oh, i can show you where jenna grew
1: up that oh was my literally gosh. i was like Shh.
3: And so I, I, I was like thinking maybe like your house no. i was thinking the studio your house yeah we're gonna go to jenna johnson's house i was you like you guys
4: are welcome my mom would love that I
3: was Like, okay She's yeah. like, Gina, Gina. i want to go hang out with all your little nieces They're yeah all they'd so also cute. love that <laughs> oh, and i love your mom your family's just the oh. best all right let's 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 transition so you do you do dancing with the stars yeah you have you, you I mean you've had some incredible partners I truthfully before before I did the show I I knew about the show but I didn't follow along as much as I should have you know what I mean I didn't really understand the like, There's a lot of seasons so the, it's hard to yeah <laughs> but I do remember like hearing about you and your pros I remember when Adam did it I remember when neve did it like I didn't even like I didn't but I just like you. You you were always kind of the talk of the town. Um, what? Okay, I want to do like a little rapid fire because I feel like I feel like I just want to like get these out of here. You okay. cannot use me. I don't know if I would be any of these answers, but because I'm sitting right here, you cannot use me because I will either get brutally offended or my ego will get boosted, okay, and I don't okay. want either. Okay. <laughs> so- <laughs> Sans Jojo, got it. <laughs> yeah. But just like rapid fire, your stars that you've been partnered with. Who was the, the most fun to rehearse with? Not necessarily the best, but the most fun. Like you just knew you're going to have a good time. Adam. Adam Ripon. Um, we just
4: connected so quickly and easily. Yeah. And when I tell you that we laughed from beginning to the end of the rehearsal, yeah. if anybody knows him or follows him, he is probably one of the funniest people I've ever met. Yeah. Um, but he was just so down to earth had no ego, yeah. wanted just to be there and have a good time, and we just vibed.
3: I love it. Who was your your underdog story? Who were you like, oh, God, oh, God, here we go. But then, like, you got there. Oh, I don't know if we ever
4: got there, <laughs> but we did make it to the semifinals. Um, no, he's one of my favorite people, Joe Amabile, and I also yep. had such a great time rehearsing with him. He was so bad. <laughs> so bad at dancing and he knows that. He knows that. Um, but he never gave up. Yeah. First of all. That's all that matters. And night one forgot all of his routine. No. Premier night forgot all of the routine. I think we got threes or fours. No. Which I'd never seen it on my time <laughs> in Dancing with the Stars. And then, no joke, we made it to the semifinals. And it was because he was so likable. No ego would just take it and he would try his best. And that's all you can hope for. That's all you can ask for. And was so kind and sweet to me. We actually have the same birthday. Shout out Joe Malfoy. I love Aww. you so much. But yeah, so I, that was like kind of my underdog story. But also I guess I could kind of put Neve in there. I wouldn't say he was an underdog because I think that he, he did have a little bit of dance experience, but I don't think anyone was expecting him to go yeah. far. And I don't think anyone was expecting us to create what we did and we ended up getting second.
3: So y'all yeah, did incredible. You have it a permanent residency at that second place oh, spot. <laughs> right. Get me out of there. <laughs> and the left side as well <laughs> of <on> the stairs. <laughs> and Matt next season if you are if you're in that second place uh, spot, you're like, oh, yeah. can we switch sides? Actually. Can we switch real quick? <laughs> Alfonso. Oh man. Uh, okay, okay. Who who was your like You knew you could just make a bomb dance with, like either they can stand there and like chuck you and throw you and catch you. I mean, some of the stuff you just did with Tyson. I I was watching that salsa and I was like, no, that was
4: fun because I haven't had somebody that I could be like, can you just chuck me above your head? And he was like, sure. What do you mean the eighteen-year-old female wasn't that for you? You were down to attempt (laughs) (laughs) whether it happened or not. Was now now I could? Now I could. Now it would be. Dick. So Tyson Beckford was fun because I really felt like I could be, he was a jungle gym. I yeah. was just like, can you lift me above your head? And he was like, yeah. I was like, can you hold me upside down? Yeah. He, he was just, a jungle He gym. was so sweet and fun That's about it. Um, But obviously I would say you, like that was the first time where I, I always came prepared. But if I didn't come prepared with choreography, I knew that we could fumble around and make something work.
3: I don't think you came prepared when we did feedback. <laughs>
4: No, that was definitely uh, in the room. <laughs> just this- no, it was just the lifts. <laughs> it was because just- again, I didn't know what we could do, and yeah. we had salsa, and I knew that we needed to throw something crazy. Yeah, so we attempted some headstands. You
3: did. You did prep <laughs> feedback because I remember you prepped feedback with Ezra. Yes. Um. And y- yeah. So Jenna, Jenna came into one of our rehearsals, and and we did we did feed- this actually is going to lead me pretty pretty solidly into my memories unlocked game, um, but she came into our rehearsals. And she was like, let's get the mat out. And anytime the mat out, it was like, oh, dear gosh, here we go. <laughs> Thinking we we're gonna do some left, right? She's like, can you do a headstand? <laughs> yeah. So- okay, preface this I'm an artist. Artists should make mistakes. <laughs> this was a big mistake on my end. <laughs> this is a very big mistake. The concept was there because kids now in the convention world do do these really cool headstand tricks where they headstand spin, split, straddle, flip. Like they do these cool But me and Jenna, we like, it just it wasn't about to happen. We're gonna have to share this video so everyone can just witness. Absolutely, what went down. Jenna was like, "All right, we're gonna go headstand, <laughs> straddle through, <Layback."> lay back." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> we look absolutely so stupid. We look
4: like we're minis, like trying to do <laughs> we look a like gymnastics minis team. in the back of the convention yeah. <laughs> messing around. Like that's what we look
3: like. So bad.
4: Uh, well, here was the thing. I was like." We hadn't really done lifts yet. Yeah. And I knew that we needed to, like,
3: have really something go that for stood it. out
4: or whatever. So I was like, okay, well, if we can't lift each other, like, <laughs> we can probably do headstands together.
3: <laughs> Bad idea. It,
4: it didn't happen. And you did lift me that routine. That day. week, I
3: lifted you. did the
4: upside-down crotch straddle. Side down crotch straddle.
3: We did the opening lift. Yes. There was a lot that week. Um, Oh, my God. We're going to get into the lifts because I have a lot of lift memories, a lot of lift thoughts. We got a lot more to talk about. I feel like we're going to have to do part two to this. Uh, So I'm going to pause this round of the podcast here and uh, you and I are going to start chatting some more. But everybody listening, you're going to have to go check out part two to hear the rest. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at JoJo Now Podcast. Be sure to write us a review. And maybe if you're feeling it, leave us five stars. I'll see you next week.
1: slash iHeart.